Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. It's time again for the Mikey and Al Between the Lines podcast. Hey, everybody. I'm, what? I'm Mikey. I'm Mikey I and I'm up. Al. Yeah. I'm Mikey and I'm Al. Go ahead. So, you know what? Do it again. I'm sorry. Hi, everybody. It's time again for the Mikey and Al Between the Lines podcast. I'm Mikey. And I'm Al. And again, I don't even know if I'm really here today. You're not all there. You're just supposed to say I'm Nick. We didn't need. We didn't need the back. You're not all there. We didn't need the backlog. We just need to know what's going on. Life's just gotten worse. All right, just shut up. This isn't a cry for help. I'm 23. I know. I'm 23, and life is fucking tough. Sexually active. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. I can play that song because it's out of copyright. I live my I live with my parents. What, like, hearts in the what it? must be nice to be twenty three living with your parents and they pay all your bills, right? Actually, yeah, uh. it's nice being forty four living with your parents and they pay bills. <laughs> <laughs> forty four and a half. Forty four and a half. It's like a six year old. Yeah. I'm six and a half. Um, and a half. I love telling kids I'm. You Anyways, do th- you you I do look at that half thing, right? Never mind. Hey, hey, you like hey. going up to kids and being like, "I'm 44." My nephew. Oh, stop it. There, that's better. Children. Yeah, you know you're not allowed to go up to uh, stranger kids, kids with strangers, kids you, who are strangers. Were you ever? Although you know, I bring my nephew to the park when I go down to uh, the Bronx. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, like you know, you're moving around with the kid. They know the kid's with you. Mm-hmm. You know, but then there, everybody else's kid starts talking to you and bumping into you and bumping into the kid. Right. So you got to deal with their nanny. Uh huh. They're sometimes pretty fucking mean. I can imagine. And they start looking at you like you're an asshole. You know, it's, it's you are. It's not like well, you used to be. I don't act like an asshole. No, I am an asshole though. Well, it's like, you know, things have changed in the world. If, if you look at what's going on in today's world, think about alcohol versus weed. If you think about weed, and we were talking about that the other week, 21 states legalized weed now. Yeah. Can you imagine that? 21 states. 21 states. How weed is now sort of not taboo anymore. It's not taboo. And it took a long time that, for that to happen, right? Very much. But you know much. what? You I'd, know I'd, I'd you, been busted myself. I was a victim of the marijuana laws. Were you? Yep. He How? was selling it to teenagers. Give us an overview. I got busted a couple times with a half a gram in my car. Did you? Yeah. Now how did that? Okay. How did that court? Give it. Give us. They a, just want their money. But give us a play by play. I mean, so you're going, you're driving along, you get stopped. Driving along, got stopped with my buddy Al, and uh-huh. uh, we both just had one little bag with a half a gram of pot in it. Right. Okay. And we both copped to it. You cop to it. So we both uh, had oh. to pay the fine on the half a gram. You so know? how does that so instead ha- of one person and the other person paying for it or something? Okay. You know? But how does that happen? Okay, so they pull you over, and you're like, you guys probably, I mean, there's there, there's probably that marijuana smell or whatever the fuck it is. So they come over to the car, and they're like, oh, do you have anything in the car? And you guys, yeah, we got half. Or what, what happened? Yeah, we just came forth with it. Did you? Yeah, because the cop's like, hey, you know. Yeah. Got anything in there, you know, and you hope maybe he just lets you go. We didn't have much. We only had a half gram of pot. Right. Know? So it's like, here you go. I don't even know what's legal. Is it a half a gram? Is it a gram? Is it three, four, five? I don't know what a gram. Uh, well, then it, it, zero, you know, it was so what? Ha- so, so they just ticket you right there or did they take you in? They ticketed me. Okay. Yep. So, so it wasn't that bad at the time. All right. Did they yeah. know who you are? Did you like Mikey Tuttle? Did they give a shit? Or they? You know, no, they didn't give a shit. They're like, you know what? You just got. We're just taking you in. That's yep. it. Now, could you smell the weed in the car? No. Yes. Okay. Good. I have okay. to admit that. All yeah, right. So it was noticeable. I wasn't being profiled. I don't think. 
You know, because I was wondering about that. I don't think there's any way, or I don't think they developed a system yet to figure out. You know, if you're drinking, they got yeah. They'll do the they'll they'll do those those tests where you got to walk around and hold your legs up and all this other bullshit, mm. and then you have you got to blow you know in, into this little thing gives you a reading. But with yeah. weed, I don't think they have that yet, though. Yeah, I don't think so they can find they an accurate test. How do they accurately test nowadays? I don't think they do. They just, so you can just say, no? I'm not high. Or oh. just fail a sobriety test, you know, I guess maybe the physical test. Yeah. But I mean, you could probably get off on some technicality there. Only true. Um, but the, uh, yeah, I don't think they have any kind of uh, accurate test as to whether or not someone's high at that very moment. I don't think they do. Want to take so long to get through your system, right? Right. Yeah. So they haven't figured that out. But I got well, I got nailed for possession. What's that? I got nailed for possession. Oh. I didn't, yeah, I didn't get it. They can. Well, tell you just really held up your hand and said, "You know what? I have it here." Oh yeah, yeah. Because I lied before. <laughs> it takes me to my other one. I lied, you know, and I got pulled over in the in the um, uh-huh. driveway of a friend's party while the party was going on, uh-huh. and that was embarrassing enough, you know. And then I lied to the cop, uh-huh. and he was pissed. Was he? Yeah, oh yeah. Wrote me a bunch of tickets. Yeah. Stand trial. They just at that point, I think everybody was just trying to get as much money as they could at the very end of it being illegal. I think you're right. You know. So when you say stand trial, I mean, come on. It's a, it's, it's well, it's that a sounds. Pot yeah, I like yeah. to make it sound like a stood trial. I went to court. Did you? And they give you <laughs> yeah, a little fucking. Like they're like, okay, please do not smoke pot again, and give you a little ticket. Basically, right? yeah. But they hit you know they were banging you over the head with some stiff fines at the end. Like the last one, I think I had to pay seven hundred dollars. Wow, that yeah. is a lot. And I got busted three times. I think in the last two years it was illegal. <laughs> but before that, you know, I don't even want to talk about. It. Well, you know, I got away I've, with quite a bit. I find it interesting how, you know, weed. If you look at the 60s, 70s, was just so much in the forefront. Everybody did. And then, obviously, all of a sudden it got taboo, you know, throughout the 80s and 90s, I guess. And then, all of a sudden, it's sort of making a comeback. And nowadays, um, it's just it, it's just the norm. It's everywhere. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and you got the, the, the medical dispensaries. You got, um, you know, in terms of... The laws are changing rapidly, and I I, I know you markets like to get smoke flooded. Weed. Yeah, the markets they they get flooded. But oh yeah, let me ask you something. So now, like in New York, I was reading somewhere in in Albany yeah. that they actually have a dispensary now that delivers, which tipped me out because I mean you can literally. Order weed, they're going to bring it to your door. And yeah. I don't know how they're going to figure out. I think they're doing the same with like narcotics and shit now. Ever since COVID, yeah, but I guess it makes sense they do it with weed. Oh, that's true. But weed is a lesser of the two evils. Is it plenty? Come on, I don't even I'm understand why weed was so taboo in the first place. I don't know. You know what? My theory is uh, in the twenties when uh, I mean up until uh, I don't know fifty years ago maybe. Uh, a lot of places, two joints to get you 10 years in prison. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And I think uh, people who smoke weed. Which is a plant. They, they w- but it sort of makes you think a little more independently. You know, you listen yeah. to rock and roll music. You want to be a little more rebellious in a way. Yeah. Not an outward, um, you know, active way, but it, it does make you think differently. 
the moment you start smoking pot. I don't disagree. And you but know? but and, you thi- and uh, I think the powers that be didn't like that. That's what it was. I think the powers that be they shifted. Want you to fall in line behind tight and like be part of active member of society, oh, yeah. which we really let's face it doesn't really make. I mean, look at me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Shut up, Nick. No. Well, no, you know no, who? Did, you know who? It was that Nancy Reagan who fucked everything up. What was her uh, mantra? Don't uh, on drugs or uh, say yeah. just say I'm no. Fuck everything up. No, Nancy, Nancy Reagan. Reagan, I think she was like, uh, don't do drugs okay, or no, some but shit like that. The Nancy that. Reagan thing was different. That was the war on drugs. Yeah. Oh, yeah, was but that, that, the was, war that on was Ronald Reagan. At the same time, the CIA was bringing cocaine Came right into, into the Well, that's a whole, that's a whole different a animal. That's a whole different animal. Because we needed good that's, trade relations. That's something. I mean, pharmac- yeah, That's anything yeah. that you can create in a fucking lab, I'm completely against. But when you got, you know, a, a plant, that is uh, I'm not around for Frankenstein. Yeah, exactly. Frankenstein, I'm all about. Yeah, I mean, anytime he was created you... in a lab. <laughs> all right, sorry, that was stupid. But you know what I'm saying. I mean, anytime you can create something in a lab, that may be. I mean, you see people who take these bath salts, these fucking methamphetamines. You know, my sister was telling me actually that shit. people were like I said uh, to her, I'd never seen anything on the street called bath salts. You know, she said they were actually like they were doing bath salts. That's just crazy. So I heard people you know, like just the bath go, ball that you did, they were crushing it up and snorting it. It just, it just, it just completely, they go off the rails. I've heard, I've heard of shit that people are just like, you know, beating themselves over the head. That kind of shit. I mean, who wants that kind of it? That off weed. the rails. That's worse than like um, a PCP where you have superhuman strength. And you, you know, I think all of that shit is just off the table. I don't. I mean, anybody who does that, God bless you. If you want to do it, more power to you. But no, that is just, uh, that's the shame. I think weed, um, but then again, when you think about it. Oh, they're beating themselves over the head? They were beating themselves over the head. They're fucking um, running into Because I've only heard that figuratively thing. in life. No, truly. I really? Mean, with bat salts, yeah, that just. just going I, I don't even know what bat salts are, to be honest with they're you. They're actually bat salts. That's what my sister was telling me. I thought that was a I yeah, thought that was too. a I colo- it was a name for a drug or something. I thought that was a term for a drug. I didn't know it was actually bath salt. These yeah, boys. they were doing certain bath salts that had like things in them that uh, you know made them want to you know get high and beat the shit out of themselves. So wait a minute. So <laughs> how does that work though? If you got bath salts, so you can put them in an actual bath and it does nothing to you. I mean, it just that doesn't make sense. It right? just pleases like your uh, your, your uh, sense of smell and uh, enhances your your bathing experience. But so, if you crush it up. And you who, shoot it up your ass. Who's the first asshole to say, you know what, let's take some bath salts and we put in a bath to have a nice chill evening with a glass of wine and some candles. Yeah. And we're just going to crush it up and start snorting it on, uh, up our fucking nose. I mean, where does that, you know, how does that derive from? Who says, you know what, let's let's. I'd imagine it, it was birthed from like, um, like someone's uh, tub, you know, like their hot water was out. <laughs> yeah, now they filled the tub. They're ready to go in. Maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. I'm pissed. Well, now you see dispensaries all over the country. Get People are trying. You know? Yeah, right. Sorry. What do you think about now? Yeah, there. You can huff them. Absolutely. You the history, or you know everything. N- not personally it. using right. them. Okay. Yeah, I, I would definitely look into it. Now, what no, do I mean, you like hear it right now? I'll look into it so okay, I cool. know what I'm talking about. What do you think about um, some of these dispensaries versus the black market? Now, because now you have dispensaries and people are paying, I guess, a lot of coin to try to get 
you know, you, to the forefront of this movement because um, weed is becoming more and more mainstream. I mean, you even have like, um, what's his name? Uh, Jim Belushi. He's got a whole series on uh, creating weed. You got yeah, other farm. people, you know, uh, these farms. And uh, I know you know a couple of people, you know, who, who, who've done that and whatnot. So are dispensaries probably the way to go, or do you think the black market is going to overtake, um, you know, the the, the distribu- distribution and, 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 and the selling of weed? What, what do you think on that? I think cost-wise and quality in a lot of regards, uh, black market is the way to go. But you have to seek out the right person. It's not always reliable. Uh, I think a lot of people are going to dispensaries and things like that. And a lot of dispensaries, even though they have high-quality goods that are reliable, I think a lot of the bud is uh, the shelf life is pretty long before it uh, hits the counter, you know. Okay. It's kind of old and kind of musty. Is there a shelf life Quality on weed? Goes down I know you know weed better than I do, so I'm just saying. Is there, there a shelf life on weed or no? There is. I mean, it'll keep potency and everything, but if you want it to be like, you know, optimum and, uh, you know, uh-huh. And, and flavor and uh, and uh, all the goods and everything that you yeah. want it for. It's probably like, you know, six six months to a year most, I think, you want to let it go. Right, you know. right, right, right. But there's ways to, you know, shrink wrap it, store it properly. Well, it's yeah. crazy that the, you know, we're starting to move into that, in, into that scenario where the states is accepting it. But yet, still, if you go get, let's say, you go apply for a job or any of that bullshit, you know, they're still piss testing you. Although the federal government, I believe, has not stated, okay, we accept it. But state by state, it, it just becomes more and more easier. And then you figure, okay, what is the, uh, what, what's the effects of, 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 of weed versus alcohol? I mean, overall, it seems like weed is probably the better product to go if you're going to do it. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not advocating anybody do anything. Um, but I'm just saying, if you had, if there was a, a choice of two evils, and you uh, like, I, I was reading an article about Willie Nelson, and he said weed saved him because he was a he was a fucking he was a lush. He was, long, yeah, for yeah. a long time. And um, he cut that out, and he started smoking weed, and now he uh, he just turned ninety. So you never know. I don't He's know. living a happy long life, just smoking pots, just smoking pots. So, you know, I I think weed probably gives you a little better opportunity not to do stupid ass shit because when you're drunk, oh, yeah. right? You know what I mean? Oh yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. Yeah, I've never gotten stoned and then uh, almost gotten married to you know, <laughs> exactly to my right. girlfriend. You just order pizza and chill Spur out. Spur of the moment. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, drunk. I've done some really, man. Yeah, I've done some bad things. Yeah. <laughs> we got to get into those. Well, we have gotten into those. But uh, in, 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 in terms of people that you know, like you guys. It's funny when a drunken story occurs to me that, could, that would fit some, you know, and then I think, okay, it might be criminal. You don't want to divulge the it. breaks. Wait another five years. All right, go on. Well, it's funny. I read a statistic that said guys, let's say if you take anybody 75 and older, there's about a three in 10 ratio of those guys who say, you know, weed is acceptable. And then if you have a, a current age group of 30 and below, uh-huh. 72% say that is acceptable. 
And I think what, what what happened was after Prohibition, you know, everything was like, okay, if you go into the 60s and the 70s and and, and, and those that time frame, who did you have? You had Sinatra, you had Dean Martin, everybody, it was just alcohol. Nobody really, it, weed wasn't really that prevalent, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, until we started getting into the 70s. Well, 60s. maybe late sixties, into the seventies. The Beatles and Bob Dylan made yeah smoking weed kind of a thing. But then it it, it went it, right. it was up there and then it dropped back down, right? Because I think there was more so, that uh, yeah. you know you're right. I think it's the government sort of. Yeah, I think everybody was always boozing. Yeah, everybody right. was boozing. And then it being illegal, that, that you know put a crimp on getting it or wanting to keep it. I think you're right. Kind of I think you're right. Whew. I don't know, 1979 and 2016 seems to be the first time we properly started graphing it. Graphing. So uh, using actual data of marijuana recreational use. Right. Yeah. Trying to fi- I'm trying to see if there's a 1900s or 1950s on graph for marijuana use, you know. Oh. So that would be a good representation of what you're talking about right now, 1960. You're saying 1970s, right? I, I know it's somewhere in that area, but thing, I, right? it was a right. cultural thing. I think, yeah, like, you know. uh, like people didn't smoke weed and listen to Elvis, right? But mm-hmm. they would smoke weed and listen to Bob Dylan. There you go, or, or the you know, or the, yeah. or the Beatles. Absolutely. So absolutely, it's right there. And then you know, it disappears for a while. I guess yeah. the Flower yeah. Child era, or whatever. You know. Oh yeah. That the whole um, Woodstock love. era, peace, love, and understanding. Yeah. I think that's great. Psych- psychedelics. That's awesome. Oh yeah. Now you you had the opportunity. You were with um didn't you guys do something with two chains? It was a um some kind of event where you went down there, two chains who has that show most expensive as you guys I think it was um down in Manhattan. There was some kind of Jacob Javits Center uh episode where you uh you got to meet him, correct? Uh yeah. You know, I we we just I think met him by by chance, ran into him or something, and then they wanted to do a, a segment just uh, impromptu. Oh, really? Yeah, and I'd never heard of Two Chains before. Okay. But he came out on, you know, like one of the motorcycles, or came out, what did he do? He came around the corner, and he started talking to me about the motorcycle. Yeah. And I don't know anything about motorcycles, so they assumed, <laughs> dropped me in <laughs> the slot. Assumed. Yeah, that I yeah. know everything, you know, so I just kept saying, I had no clue. What was you and your pop? Uh-huh. I remember it was you and the old man, and you guys were talking, and I, th- I, I did watch a segment, and at the end, we were talking. You guys were talking about his chains and what and what it would cost to buy a bike because I think the your father, you know, your old man was saying that, you know, the average bike is like two hundred grand or whatever it was, and he was, I think he had about two hundred grand worth of jewelry on his fucking neck or some shit like that. I bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can remember that. And then um, he is a big. Uh, I think he's a big proponent of smoking weed. I mean, yes. all the rappers and all that. That that is that seems like that's their uh, that's their go to medicine. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, I smoked him I up. Don't know with it. I smoked him up with a vape pen. Did you really? Yeah, it's name throwing though. Oh, that's nice. I didn't even know who he was, you know. Really? Yeah. And then like my friend's kid was saying, Hey, you know, two chains and I'm like, Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're best buddies. <laughs> you kidding me? I'm cool. He seems like a tall no, dude. Not. What is he like six five, six six? He's big tall. guy. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So you did smoke him over the vape pen. I did. That's nice. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. He didn't pick you up by the ass like Shaq, though, and put you up in the air, all right? I did that to him. I'd like to do did that you? to you, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> he launched a suit. I want to do that to you, Mike. Still pending. 
I know you do, buddy. <laughs> oh, my God. I keep going to CrossFit, though. You know, they actually prescribed uh, hemp, which is weed. Yeah. It was added to the pharmacopoeia in the U.S., the, like the main What was it prescribed uh, for? Uh, opium withdrawal. Really? Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of things. They 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 actually had a article released in the 1930s or so about the it's the new wonder drug or it's the new wonder crop. Uh, wow. Hemp. Hemp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which, which is basically is, CBD. Which is basically basically weed. Same yeah. as um CBD. And hashish, which is a more potent form of a cannabis yeah. uh processing has been used since uh, before Christ. I will tell you something about uh, it, it, when I lived in Germany and I lived there for quite a few years, uh, weed was not common. Um, so what if, if you did want to smoke anything, people, they, you'd go to this place in Frankfurt. It was a park or whatever. And they, uh, these guys uh, uh, from Turkey would sell uh, hashish. And it's like a little, it looks like a pencil, basically. And, um, yeah, it's compressed. A worm tube of uh, hash. And that's like basically what it is. Tinfoil or something yeah, yeah, like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. And um, yeah. you don't find that over here much, right? No. Over there you did back then. And this yeah. is late 80s, 90s. And, and that's basically where you went. You usually find hash where, like, you can't either grow the pot or um, it's... Uh, still a major drug. It's just... Yeah, yeah. And it's exactly. recreational it's, use. It's still... Uh, Prosecuted as a major drug. 1956. What, hash is? So, no, but hash is probably I'm sure worse. It's, it it's, is. It's easier to smuggle. And, and it's worse. And it's And it's compact. Yeah. Uh. My friend lived up in uh, Newfoundland, and he said he used to get uh, empty 22 shell casings. Uh-huh. Put it in there. Uh, with hash in them. That's funny. Really? And they put them in the, th- in the thing and then back in the box and send them up. Yeah. Wow. They have, they have a bunch of That's shell casings. Of, uh, yeah. That's a little crazy, but ingenious. That, that Leaf Garrett uh, album's. <laughs> Garrett Elms. There has been a cultural shift, I think. Now, I think you know, you got Big medical wa- marijuana. I mean, even in our area, they have that. Um, uh, I think it's Cure Leaf, yep. where people go there and they they they, they get. Uh, you know, I, I don't know how they get a. I guess you got to get a, get a card or whatever, or whatever ailment you have. They yeah. just pre- prescribe weed nowadays. Uh, yep. You know, I forgot it was legal here. I mean, I should know that, but. We're in New York. Yeah, cannabis. Yeah. I just completely forgot about yeah. that. I don't New York, know. New Jersey, twenty-one states, baby. Look, twenty-one gotta, states. I got to speak. Keep states. it on a swivel. As somebody who's never tried it, you don't. It, you never, man, you don't. never, you never did the pot. Never you never did, did the did pot. The pot. Never used the never the used dope. The good dope. for you. Never tried the Mary Jane, and it's not a good for me thing. It's not. That's not why I did it. I, it's yeah. It's for moral superiority over people who use weed. No, I I just you never, just like to stay alert and take advantage I just of stoners. Never, I never, yeah, that's it. That's, God, that's, that's what you're doing right that's now. That's really rapey. Um. <laughs> yeah, I, didn't, Mike is, is, I didn't mean it like Mike that. Mike is always stoned. That's how we get him on the show, actually. <laughs> that's what he's saying there. Oh, no, my no, but goodness. as somebody, I just don't have any, well, I don't have any idea. I don't like the smell. I don't know how people can stand it. I don't like this smell. That's and that's not a moral thing. It's not like oh, well, you should stop using because it, it, it offends me. No, you know what? You, smell. Well, it's, I'll, it I'll go with you on that, right? I, I like keep it outside, right? Yeah. Nothing in the living room, none of that. And bullshit, in my car, right? and in my car. 
And in your car. Yeah, but that's, that's, babe, that, but I'm not lighting a pipe in your car. No, you're not. You're not. That, that you're would not. stink. And yeah. your parents start asking questions and they wouldn't let us hang out anymore. My mother has asked questions before. I know. She really? thought I was smoking because I'd like to Listen, my mother has asked yeah. questions. Smoke a pipe and it'd be on my clothing. See, you can't She's do it indoors. That's fine. Like a you got to do it out the outside. Oh, my God. I, I was in New York City for 420 and everybody was smoking in the streets. And, and it used to be like you, you walk through the city and occasionally you smell a little marijuana and be like, ooh, that smells good. You yeah, know? yeah. But everybody was smoking. It kind of stunk like shit. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was like all like you know everybody smelled like kind of like that uh, that shitty uh, yeah, yeah wet kind of roach smell. Right, 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 right. Yeah, it wasn't cool. It wasn't Shangri La like I thought. That's sort of the quality of it, right? I mean, you gotta yeah, they might have been smoking garbage. They probably are. Yeah, they could have been it too. Because you know, yeah. good stuff smells really good. Oh, well, there's an know. aroma to it. And uh, bad stuff, it smells really bad. Really bad. So have you ever, okay, so. <laughs> but I give the city more credit. Figure everybody would have kind bud and shit, you know? Well, the city is the city, though. I mean, you yeah. know, the city now, if yeah. you go to Manhattan now. Yeah. any Anywhere, if you come off of, uh, I don't care if you're going out of Grand Central, if you're going out of, um, um, you know, if you're in Times Square or wherever you're at, all that you, all that you smell is is smoke everywhere because they don't give a fuck. I mean, because now it's legal, they just smoke. And yeah. you can't, I mean, the cops don't do shit. They're just going to they cite you. Maybe you get a $50 citation. Yeah. And um, at this point, it's just, it's like, it's like a free-for-all. Yeah. It's the craziest shit. I was in the city the other day, I and I was going, um, I, was, I came out of Grand Central, um, walked up towards, um, and for ever, anybody out there who doesn't know Manhattan, um, it's just an open, you know, an open cesspool. Yeah, it's an open cesspool of people just on the street smoking pot nowadays. It's, it's crazy. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but you know, it's funny. a little both. It's a little. It's, it's fun to visit. It's fun to visit. A lot yeah. of fun to visit. Absolutely yeah. fun to visit. <laughs> yeah. So TJ, have you have what you Tijuana? Tijuana. Oh. So <laughs> dope. So two chains. That was cool. Any other cool pot experiences you had? That was cool, but in hindsight, because I didn't know who you know all that you know it unraveled real quick. Yeah, you, know, you get flung into something. That's pretty yeah, interesting. yeah. That's the most interesting element. But, let me tell you what a cool show he has, though. Yeah, he Can gets to imagine? go and experience like the most expensive shit, right? Is that what it is? Who, yeah, 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 yeah. Who I got? started watching it after. It really is. I've Ooh. seen the show because many then, times. You know, then I could watch it with people and be like, "Hey, I know that guy." Exactly. Even I, though I, you know, that's what I do with American Chopper. I Every don't. new friend that I meet, I, I, I show them an episode. Yeah, they're of not American gonna be friends Chopper. for very long. <laughs> But but this guy has show them the you episode where you're naming all your favorite episodes and Frank's that's and then they're like oh that oh, guy the highlight yeah the highlight episode that's my oh, favorite man, one I, man because oh. that's where you you have that moment where you scream yeah I like you did on the thing here you're screaming at a lizard it's my favorite little clip from uh, you know what it just occurred to me Nixon American Chopper fan. well can I've I never can seen I, more than two fan. episodes I thought he was a friend you know what's I've funny though no you just you know what you show, just you I was going I was going on I was going on I was going on a two chains listen listen to me listen to me you can never do that again please don't do that again ever shoot him I was going I was going down a two chains road and then he had to switch it to American Choppers again Exactly. Do it. 
But what a cool concept. I wonder who came up with that. I wonder if he said, you know what, I want to I put together a show or however it was, uh, it was done. That is such a cool concept where you get to travel and see some of the most expensive things possible. And then they probably pay you to do it. Yeah. And you get some kind of a, um, you know, you just get you, get, you get perks, right? What a great concept. Remember when you and I talked about that, um, we talked about that little uh, show, what was it called? Uh, what was it called? Follow the Strain? Follow the Strain. Follow yeah. the Strain. We yeah, never the beginning of the marijuana that. boom. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All the strain where we go around uh, the, the globe. Yep. Searching for the origin. Of, searching uh, for the origins. Of, but uh, the original marijuana strain. Although it never came into play. I mean, the most expensive is. It really depends upon where Nobody your would focus is. I know. Nobody was buying that fucking like, show. Fuck, there's so many other more attractive people that are pitching the same fucking yeah. thing right now. Yeah. Uh, you never know, though. You never, you know. never know. You never know. I mean, think about Wait, two chains. What? Wh- who? I mean, literally, he's a rapper. Yeah. And somehow he's seg- he segmenting himself into this uh, show that uh, is doing pretty well. And I think it's a cool thing. I think as long as you have some kind of conceptual idea that shows a product. I mean, look at Pawn Stars. Yeah. Those guys don't. I mean, when you think about every time that they they they, you know, you have an episode mm-hmm. and they're so knowledgeable about that product. That's all bullshit. They don't. They can't know everything about everything. So I'm sure it's it's fed yeah, to them prior yeah, to the or show. Or they do a little research on that specific item, so right? That they got exactly. All their, their exactly. Cues, so they're not wasting any time. Which is fine, but they yeah. come across as as. I feel like Rick knows. You think so? I think that guy's like a wealth of knowledge. He could be. Have He's you ever met those guys? Guy, you know, and he has the, that that like music geek, the theater geek. Thing, I could see know, that. Like the, you know, the I, antique geek. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think he's real deal. You, you may be right. Uh, the rest of them, you know. You know, Chum knows his shit about the shoes. Yeah, you know, Chum he knows shit. his fucking, his Air Jordans. He's had right? his little, uh, con, con, I don't you know. know what's Corey like. I've watched so many episodes of that show. I don't know. But Chum <laughs> Lee got, you know, he got in some legal shit, too. He got, Maybe. like, yeah, he got caught with <laughs> firearms, metaphor, oh, um, really? and, yeah, amphetamines in his house and all this shit. He beat it, though. Don't get me wrong. He but doesn't seem like the amphetamine firearm Oh, type. dude. You know what? Nobody ever seems like what they are on TV. Come I on. Guess. There's yeah. a... Uh, there's a uh, But I, I love Chumley. Don't get me wrong. Um, yeah, but he doesn't seem amped up ever. He probably I've keeps seen, it... Like, keeps, almost every episode. He probably keeps it on a swivel, baby. <laughs> he probably yeah, he keeps, keeps it on, on a swivel, swivel baby. Yeah. yeah, he keeps rolling. So you never know. You never know. But have you ever met those guys? The Pawn Star guys? No. No? No. All right. They seem pretty cool. I don't know. Um, what about... Um, they were they were History Channel. They're actually the enemy of, um, of of Discovery. How does that work? The mortal enemies. I think the CEO of both companies, like they meet up every uh, seven years for an epic battle to the death. With it, one has to behead the other. <laughs> that one is a quickening <laughs> process. And then that one runs both networks. Is that what it is? Yeah, because you know everything's kind of like conglomerated yeah, from underneath. You got you know, three like major. I, I, am I correct or not? You got three or four major channels. You got Discovery. You got um, History Channel. Yep. Vice Channel really kicked off. Vice Channel's hip, young, new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <sighs> Vice Channel, and then you have. Um, I think the Vice Channel. N. What? N. Black Entertainment Network. Is it? How the fuck did the, how did I get in there? <laughs> Such know. a dick. 
Is that still around? Leave yeah, it's great, man. You watch that? Oh, there's some great stuff on there. Like, uh, ah, fuck, I don't want to say it wrong. Is it Black Mafia? Go ahead. You say everything wrong. <laughs> Thanks. Is it Black Mafia? I don't know you where know you're going with this. Listen, you're just you're just spouting off, right? We're just, just spouting off way shit. off subject. I mean, we were getting a little longer in the tooth, I guess. Uh, exactly. What were we saying? I don't know. We were talking about uh That's some interesting I hate these words. Yeah, yeah. Black Mafia. Know. Black Mafia family. I want to hear the Corey Feldman story because I've been binging on Corey Feldman. I don't know why. Well, who's but uh, his episode I mean, he has this music career going on that I think he's played a couple of concerts and from about 120 people. And and the guy was great. An actor, actor from Goonies to um, Stand By Me and whatnot. But he is just some... He's got this infatuation with Michael Jackson that is just unbelievable. And he is so oblivious to the fact that he is just not... He's just he's not, not as talented. He's he's not good. I think he's more talented. <laughs> he's not good, but he's so not good that it makes it almost wonderful to watch because he's so fucking oblivious on how bad he is. I know and what you're talking about. Yeah, that's yeah. Like, like when you me. see a train wreck with confidence, it's kind of nifty. You know, it is way, so nifty. It's, it's like seeing someone out uh, singing karaoke perfectly. Uh huh. And then the person after sucks. The person that's after who sucks is way better. Yeah. Right. Way better. Yeah. Because it, 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 no, because, the, you, you, because it, if they have as much confidence, you it's, know what I mean? it's even the if com- they don't. That's kind of it's fun the too. confidence factor. It's but the it's, it's me when I get laid. It's it's <laughs> yeah, once once it's every five wreck. years. <laughs> but it's so bad, it's good. Or at least that's what I've been told. Once every five years with it, but I, I've seen this guy. I, I, I watched some YouTube videos on this guy, Corey. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> and he, uh, he should have just stuck in his lane. So he should have stayed in his lane. I'm telling you, Mike. He's uh, out of his element, don't he? With his music and with his mind. It seems like he wants to personify Michael Jackson, who is long dead and gone. But at the same time, this guy can just not get it together. And he loves. And people have told him. And if you look at all the reviews and everything, and that, they tell him how bad he is. And this guy just continues to push forward and i love that about him oh there you go somebody who 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 is just oblivious to the fact Mm -hmm. that they are that bad is just somebody that i love to death you know what i mean oh well that's probably why you love me no um no that no you know what? Yeah, I give, you're, you're long dead and gone. I give him a lot of credit for keep on going. You know, it keeps on keeps on going. And keeps on going. Keeps on trucking on. He just keeps on trucking on. You know, if you saw some of the um, some of the things I have seen on YouTube lately, and he's got this thing. It's called the Corey Angels, and he has a list of um, acceptable criteria um, for what for his. They he calls them, back I guess, dancers? the Corey Angels or something like that. Yeah, the and there is backup band. Hello, Angels. What is Harvard. the list? Is it a list moral is or is it all? You, 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 you have to think of uh, positive things. You cannot drink alcohol. You have to um, adhere be- to uh, a, a sort of weight limit. You yeah. cannot eat meat. You cannot mm. do this, that, the other thing. It's just That's the f- craziest shit in the world. And um, for some reason, and then. And then whenever they play live, they have they're these. All, they're all very attractive women, though. All very attractive women. But they have to, they have to fit all that. They have to fit that criteria. And they and then when they're playing live, 
which I don't think they're playing live. They're playing the backtracks, but you they have what? these ain't, they have these fucking it, it's the worst thing. And it's the cringiest thing in the world. They got these big ass angel, you know, things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they go big out and angels thing. Yeah, and 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 I think he's playing the backtracks. And um, listen, God bless him. Uh, you know, if he if he can if he can push forward and and and. Well, you know, one thing, well, the only problem care. I have with, the only problem I have with that list is um, is mandating positivity, you know. And I'm yeah. an optimist, you know. Yeah. But when you mandate positivity, it makes people a little, you know, like yeah. when, when you see. Um, I don't know if you ever go through the Watchtower Farms over here, mm-hmm. Jehovah's, yeah. Jehovah's Witness. Mm-hmm. Everybody's wearing a smile because they have to. They mandate the smile. You can't. Where's that? You, you right, gotta be, so, and then you got to be miserable in private. I have a friend. Who's I mean, negative emotions they come out. You know, it's kind of like you can't, uh, you can't man- mandate positivity. I have a friend who's a, a witness, and a witness to what? Genuinely, a witness, a witness to a triple murder rape. What? Really? Jehovah's. We're talking about Jehovah's Witnesses. What did you think I was talking? I didn't about? know what. The, I, I don't know where we went right now. Jehovah. I have witness. a friend who's a witness to a triple murder. Yeah, that's where I'm going. No. Okay. No, I'm talking about a witness, and he's. Yeah, he has moments where that he has like he uh he has negativity but it's he's a they're all human at least most of them <laughs> they're not scientologists but most of them so are you're saying scientologists are in human yeah absolutely have you seen tom cruise recently come on that man any, is not aged you're not gonna make friends him and john travolta both they're aging slower than they should be yeah but you know what they all got like four or five hundred million dollars any scientologists I, yeah, are I, listening i, yeah. I don't Share, Nick. <laughs> I don't say. Yeah, exactly. We love you okay. guys, but, but they're, they're, they're positive because that's their that's the religion is being positive. The, uh, that's very, very, very. What's the word? That's squeezing it down a lot. But a lot of it has to do with being a good person and being a community, being a neighbor, being. That's a friend. what every religion has to do with Nick. Does not have yeah. any. Oh, whatever. What but religion says? You know what? When you're completely repressed from negative emotion, exactly. You know, sometimes you got to let it bleed, yeah. right, baby? Yeah. You know, sometimes yeah. you gotta cry. You know, sometimes yeah. you gotta like take a uh, he tried to tell an old golf club and beat it into the uh, lawn. You know, <laughs> with one hand. Not that I used to do that. He tried to tell uh, me that my my positive outlook on life and and the way that I see things would make me a great witness. I'm like, yeah, but I don't have money for that. <laughs> What do you mean? Oh, you got to pay for it? You gotta, yeah, you no, pay. you don't grow a, a good like enough an entry mustache. Fee? You pay you into that. You, you don't like have to pay into it. Membership. You, you join and you, you, don't, you don't grow a church. thick enough mustache. <laughs> I don't grow a thick enough mustache. That's, That's what it is. Yeah. He does, too. He does. And I, yeah. it, it doesn't look good on him. No. And I didn't want to tell him that, but I said, oh, that's different. Yeah, you can't mandate po- positivity and mustaches. mustaches. You, you can do, do one that. or the other. You can't do them both. No, no, no. Hey everybody, it's time again for the Mikey and Al Between the Lines podcast. I'm to Mikey. end. To end. <laughs> to end. And I'm Mikey. And I'm Al. Yep. And I'm Nick. No, but... Uh, Have a nice day. Everybody, pl- wait, stop. Make sure to like, Hold comment, on. subscribe, Hold on. YouTube, TikTok, yes, do that. Instagram, Facebook. And comments. Greens, beans, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, ham. You name it! <laughs>